Be prepared. No. If you set the intention, you won't have to worry about that piece. What? Ah. Mark Stanton, do, do we it. have to start over? Are you looking to have a laugh about parenting? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Parenting After Dark with your host, Mark and Kelly Stanton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Parenting After Dark. Hi, everyone. The parenting podcast where we try to help you stay in touch with your kids and spouse. Yeah, where we try to spark conversation. Spark conversation. I like there it, we go. Kel. So my topic tonight is... Have you ever lied to your kids? Oh, come on. We all have. I'd hope so. I, if anyone says they haven't lied to their kids, you're not parenting right. <laughs> In a nutshell. So the reason I bring that up is because our son just went to surgery. He just finished his ACL surgery. And you might have heard us talk about that on another podcast. But we lied to him how painful it was going to be. And he went. he got right up to the surgery and he was good. He was easy... Well, what it is, is we didn't tell him that he's going to have pain. So we didn't lie. We just chose not to reveal that piece of the puzzle for him. And that's exactly what he said. Nobody told me that it was going to hurt this much. Right. So now we're on the other side of that. And basically we, I said I lied to him. (laughs) What what do you want to do? Come on. It's not that bad. At the end of it, I'll look back and go, is it that bad? I'd be like, no, it's like even right now. And. Yeah. He's doing good. We made a conscious choice not to, so I guess it is. Like He's already life. kicked the morphine <laughs> three days in. It's supposed to be five days. I don't know. Yeah, he has already kicked the morphine, yeah. which is awesome. And I think another thing we've done is preparing both him and ourselves for what's coming up. And I think that helped a lot, especially before the surgery, uh, pre-surgery. He got all hyped up that it's going to be fine. I got this. I'm strong. I'm going to come back stronger. He was all pumped up and motivated to get the surgery done. The best one was he, I'm like, Ty, what's the best thing about this surgery? And he's like, I get about, I get to take a week or so off school. Although he did say I'd rather be at school. That was the best part. Hindsight. (laughs) Uh, So I asked him again. School's definitely not that painful. And he said he'd rather go to school now instead of the pain. So that's pretty impressive. But I just want to talk a bit more about how you prepare yourself and setting those intentions. Yeah, I want to go back, though, to Ty for one second because, you know, I found it really interesting how... I I guess it's like the thing that made me really realize that parents do affect their child's mindset. Sure. By what they say to their kids as well, right? So, for example, you did say to Ty, oh, you know what, this really sucks for sure, but you're going to come back bigger, better, and stronger. And he he grasped that. It was like, yeah, yep. you're right. And then even, you know, when I'm thinking of uh, the pain part, I said to him, because he said, well, how long is it going to be this bad? Like, this is pain. Yeah. And I said, well, I would say it'll be this much pain for three days. And you know what? It was that much pain for three days because he's already, he was the one that said, I don't need the morphine anymore. And maybe I don't need the other pills, but we're still going with them because naturally he has parents for a reason and we have had surgeries and we know that we need to keep the Advil and Tylenol going. And I, but I think he likes the fact that we, when we talk to people, we're mentioning that, you know, he's already, he's barely taking the drugs. He's handling the pain good. And he likes that positive kind of, yeah, I got this. I'm strong. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. It makes him feel good. And yeah. It's, you know what? It's awesome because 
We're not lying. Like he said to us right after surgery. And it's just, uh, it baffles my mind that a child who does struggle with anxiety at times was able to pull that surgery off perfectly. Like he... Well, we got to give credit to ourselves. We helped set him up there a little bit. Well, true. We did. We helped set his mindset. And let's not forget about how you set your intention and how you set, you prepared yourself because you would have been a mess. Yeah. Let's be honest. Do you know how I did it? Okay. Let's hear it. I'm curious. Okay. So I have to give a little background here that the week leading up to his surgery, I was not doing well. I would say my mental health was suffering a little bit in the sense that I just, I couldn't even hide it anymore. Anybody who saw me was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, like I'm beaten. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow, some way I showed up for the surgery stronger than I've been in a few weeks. And it was awesome because I prayed to God and I asked for strength. Yep. For surgery day. And I woke up that day and I felt so strong. And I knew I had it. And I knew he had it. And when you set those intentions, you're right. Like it, it works. But the best part I love about that is you set that intention. You set, you're prepared for him going into surgery. And you're all ready. And you're like, yeah, you were strong. I'll give you that. And then you were going in with him for the where they put you out because our son we kept telling everybody I got to eight Kelly you know when you do count backwards and they put that anesthesia in you it it's not anesthesia anesthesia well put anesthesia in you what do you think of that anesthetic okay whatever it is potato (laughs) potato but they they put you under and you start counting backwards and he was all excited about this so it gave him something to focus on other than the surgery is how he's gonna count backwards he's like I'm gonna make it to like four yeah. And I'm like, no way, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. What happened, though, is he ended up counting forward. And yeah. he ended up getting to, what, three or something? He got to three. The funny part is he doesn't remember doing it. But they had just been pushing the injection in. And when he started to feel it, he went, one, two, three, and he was out. out. Yeah, they just said, okay, mom, he's gone. Give him a kiss on the cheek and he'll you'll see him real soon. I'm like, wow, that was crazy to watch him go out. Yeah. So what you didn't prepare yourself for <laughs> was that was right after he, he his surgery, right after he went under, because you walked out of there and I, I didn't go in with them. I, they were only allowed one person in there, and when you came out, you just started wailing, wailing. Like, okay, well, yeah. You I, know what? That is such an <laughs> exaggeration. <laughs> like really? The tears were flowing. So they strong. had to get a mop. Oh wow. Okay. So yes, I had some tears in my eyes because that was kind of creepy to watch our son be put out. Like, gone, sleeping, done. Like all of a sudden he's just like, poof. And they're like, yeah, okay, thanks mom. Off you go now. (laughs) Get out. So that goes to my point and that's what I'm, because I have something that drove me nuts about being prepared and setting that intention because it works. But if you're, if it, what happens if that intention or, or your preparedness doesn't work? And then what happens? Then you get pissy. And that's what happened to me. You're not prepared. You're not being open-minded. So what happened was, where I lost it was, so the girls played me. First off and foremost, my two little girls played me. No, not kids. They played you? So here's what happened. The surgery was Thursday. 
We were late Thursday night because we had to give him this the medication every three hours. Well, and we ended up calling 911. Oh, right. Yeah, frick. <laughs> I forgot, forgot about that. that. Part. So we had that to call 911 because yeah. it was the first dose of his, what medication? Of the morphine. morphine. First dose. And then the hospital warned us that, you know, you may get uh, some sort of reaction to it. Your lungs will hurt. You'll feel a little different. Your lips will be blue. You'll be nauseating. And no, we're like, if your lips are blue, you have to call 911. Okay. so They didn't say like. But it could happen. It his, definitely could happen. The only thing that didn't happen where his lips didn't turn blue. No. And he didn't throw up. But he was feeling different and weird. So. He had shooting pains in his chest. Yeah. And stomach. And then he was shaking uncontrollably. So like, we that was pretty out. crazy. They, well, so I said, Ty, are you cold? And he's like, no, I'm not cold at all. And he could not stop shaking. So anyways, we did call 911 just to be safe. And, and don't I, be afraid to call 911. And that'd be me. I wouldn't usually call it. Like, I'd rather... And, and that's stupid on my part. I'll give you that. It's dumb. I remember when I burnt my house down when I was really young. I didn't, didn't want, want to call 911. I didn't want to call 911 because I knew the fire department, half my family was on the fire department. I knew they were going to come. Oh, and I was like, You nope. didn't want them to know? Didn't want you... them to know. So I tried putting it out with a <laughs> garden hose. And then finally yeah. the mailman came by and said, You better call the fire department. And I did. And sure enough, my uncle came and smashed the house all up and I got in shit. Anyway, back to this story. <laughs> okay, so back to the girls stayed so home the girls on Friday. Duped me. They woke up in the morning and it was cold. It was minus 30 here in Calgary. So it was it was cold. So I'm trying to be the nice dad and I'm, I'm setting my wife up here for a doozy. Because I went to her and I said, you know what? It's cold. You could use to some her, help. To her, like I'm here, you know. To you. I went to Kelly, the lady across from me. I went to Kelly and I said, you know what? I'm going to make you here. I'm going to tell the girls they have to go to school. They want to stay home. It's cold. They said they'd help you out around the house. And I thought, you know what? That's perfect because with Ty home, you had to work and all that. So, sure. I love how you like felt you had to throw me a bone. Like, I'm going to make you the hero. Yeah. I'm already the hero. Oh, settle <laughs> down. I was giving you a little extra bonus. Don't be afraid bonus to throw points. one my way. All right? So, I said, I, I said to the kids, no, no. You, well, go talk to your mother and see. So, they went in and talked to Cal. We already said, fine. They stay home. So, they ended up staying home. I had the... Okay, and then what happened? Let's skip forward here. Yeah, they so I had home. the intention I was going to come home, and I, and here's what was in my head. I'll come home. Everyone will be happy. They might be doing, what well, I don't know, maybe some sort of family yoga or a crossword puzzle. Maybe reading yes. a book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were in the basement And I meditating. would come home and make lunch. Are you kidding? So I walk through the front door, and it looks like a bomb went off. You're with Ty, and the girls didn't do anything. They made more of a mess, if anything. They did. So I said, that's it. Done. Pack your up. You're going to school. So I'm like, no, this is it. And what did I say to you? Make sure you follow through. <laughs> yes, because I just had this feeling. Because I don't. You had no intentions of following through on that. You were just going to make them go get their bags, oh. make them think... That you're dropping them off at school. You're and right. I was like, you better follow through. I got to come in here and wreck this atmosphere. Big bark. Because we were all positive no and happy and calm. And you came in, and no offense, but you contaminated the atmosphere. Sure, sure. But I got duped. The, the kids said they'd clean up. They'd help clean up around the house. They didn't do shit. Yeah. And then you got angry. 
What was I supposed to do? Give them a hero cookie? <laughs> well, maybe it would work. Uh, so anyway, so that's what happened. I had the intention that, oh yeah, this could be great. Come home, family. No, it went south. And then what did the kids do again? They called me out again. They, I said I was going to take them to school. Did I end up taking them to school? No. You do that all the time. You need to follow through. Don't get me wrong. I have lots of Thanks. flaws myself. Yeah, kettle But that is one of your black. flaws. I have to say, it is one of your flaws. So there's more? Well, interesting enough, I can't wow. think of another one right now. But I'm sure if you give me time, I could. I'll put a list together. Come How's up that with a sound? List. Yeah. So yeah, I came home and then once again, they didn't go. I said, "Pack your. We're going to school." And then, but you, you had a hand in this. You had a hand. You said, "Well, it's almost done now anyway. There's no sense." Oh yeah, but that's because it was one fifteen. They get out of Who school cares? at two forty-five. But how am I supposed to follow through when you're like, "Ah, eh, don't bother." You think the teacher would appreciate Who you interrupting it? class and dropping your kids off at one fifteen? It's like, a lesson. Over. I would have went. Teacher said, "This is a learning lesson. I'm following through. They're gonna see that." Don't mess with that. Wow. Anyway, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. When you prepare and set intention or prepare for what's coming up, you still have to be open-minded for what if it doesn't happen? Because as soon as it didn't go my way, boom. Yeah, but I think I there's pissed. a difference between setting your intentions and your expectations. What's so the difference? There's a very big difference expectations are what you expect everybody else around you to be doing so you're like focused on what others other people around you yes intention is focusing on yourself and and the aura you're gonna bring to the room so when you set the intention you're actually in control when you set the expectations you're not in control they are yeah. So that's why you get like angry or whatever, right? When you come home and you see that they're not doing it. So you got to stop setting the expectations and start setting the intentions. Oh, my intention was to come here and, and be jolly and merry. You would have thought Santa Claus was in the kitchen. <laughs> I was all prepared for that. But you're right. I did have an expectation which wasn't fulfilled. And then Santa Claus went to the Grinch and it went south. Yeah. And I, and I take full responsibility for not raising the kids the right way. They should have had the place spotless. If they're staying home from school, come I would on actually now. really like to know how many of our listeners' kids would have actually had the place clean. I want to know house how, clean. how I many. I only know one family. Fair enough, but I want to know how many parents would be duped by that. Probably not. Or maybe there's a lot that would have done. Like, we don't let our kids stay home from school hardly ever. Well, we never do, really. That was the first time. That was time one of the first that we times. ever let them just have a day off. Well, they might have. Now, one when the dog died. The yeah. next day, we didn't send them to school. But I've been duped a couple times being sick, too. That, like, uh, <coughs> I can't go to <coughs> school. I'm sick. <coughs> and really? then all of a sudden, it's watching TV and, oh, great. Can I have ice cream? Wow, you're too nice. I haven't had well, that. Well, that's, I that's a say, terrible thing to be, I guess. I always push them out and say, you know what? Like, just go to school, and if you don't feel well, tell the teacher and she'll call me. <laughs> yeah. I always, like, try to encourage them to go. I'm sure the teachers really hate parents like me. Yeah, if they're sick, leave them home. Well, no, if they're, like, sick, sick, of course I would leave them home. Oh, as opposed well, to I'm just being sick. I'm talking about when they don't look sick. Yeah. And I'm just like, huh. When you grow okay. up, did you get, did you have any sick days? 
Did you no, stay home but much? I, I mean, I did get sick, but I don't think I took that many sick And how did days. that go to your work ethic? It, well, let's put it this way. In my uh, two and a half years back to work after maternity leave, I have not once called in sick. And I think I could see that because I, I don't call in sick either. No. There's very few times I'm sick. And I know there's people out there, and if you're listening, yeah, I'm talking to you, that aren't really sick, and they're just like, I want a sick day, and they milk it. And... Yeah, you know, it's... You're showing your kids the wrong... That's nice about allowing your employees to work from home, because generally then, they don't call in sick as often, True. because the whole, I'm, I can't come to work because I don't want to contaminate everyone, is eliminated. It's yeah. like, well, okay, I'm well enough to do my job, so I'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant working from home. The other thing you do, which is a downfall to you, a benefit to the business, is you work more. I actually think you work more because you work later into the evening because you, you have a couple kids things to do during the day. So you work in the evening, you work weekends. I'll bet you put in more work than you do family time because you're kind of doing, you're managing it throughout the day. Yeah, you know what? I I understand exactly what you're saying. It's like I'm always on. Yeah. So I need to draw the line more. Totally. Where I have, this is my work day. This is when I work. And, and this and is family. Unless it's an emergency, then yeah, yeah it's family. But you're doing good. They like you. You got a job. That's, that's <laughs> wow. a bonus right Thumbs there. Thumbs up right yep, there. Yep. <laughs> so just to recap let's say is when you're setting the intention that's great set that that plan what what's going to happen but also be prepared for if it doesn't go that way to be open-minded and allow things to happen a certain way if you you had the intention that you can control the situation you're you're gonna have you're gonna be upset like i was but if you come in i don't know it's all a matter of perspective there because no, you you had the expectation that they would do what they said they were going to do. So they stayed home because they were going to help mom yeah. with t- being a nurse to Ty and help me clean the house. And I was with Ty and just like hanging out with him and doing my mom thing with Ty and nursing him. And then they were actually playing Barbies at one point. Right. So you had the expectation that instead of them playing Barbies, they would be cleaning the kitchen and it would be swept and mopped and like good to go. Tidy, like they said. I just want to say, when has that ever happened? Yeah, all right. Well, then that's your fault. And we'll talk about it on another podcast. Wow. That's all my fault? Um, I don't think we have time for that. Yeah. We so don't. make sure when you're planning that intention that you also prepared that if it doesn't go your way, let's say. So I was prepared. I thought for sure the place was good. I had no doubt in my mind. I didn't even think no, about it. I just thought. but if you had set your intention, your intention would be to come in and be able to ride with whatever situation you're faced with when you come in. That's what I mean. You're more focused on yourself and less focused on what they were supposed to be doing. Wow. You, you come in and you focus on your perspective like you you thanks dr phil for that great insight i agree but i didn't i I had a you didn't no i had it set in my mind i had the expectation what would happen if this or that i wasn't prepared to say listen if it's not done then you need to still go in there and and do it this way 
Like, That's I, what I, setting the intention is. It doesn't matter whether they did it or didn't yes. do it. You can roll with whatever scenario. I didn't set that intention. I set that it would be done. I was going to yes. do this and go That's forward. That's my point. You set the expectation. There's a difference. There definitely is a difference. I'm going to tell you a few differences when we get done this podcast. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So, hey, everybody. Make sure you set that intention and expectation. And make sure you have a backup plan. Or if it doesn't go your way, don't get all pissy like I do. Be prepared. No. If you set the intention, you won't have to worry about that piece. What? Ah, oh, Mark Stanton. Do, do we it. have to start over? Kelly's way or my way or the highway. You don't have to pick either one. There we go. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening. and Freedom of choice. Right freedom there. of choice. And thank you once again. Have a great night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Parenting After Dark with Mark and Kelly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit Parenting After Dark on Facebook and Twitter at PAD. We'll catch you next time.